Welcome back, listeners. So Josh, in the first part of the show, we talked a lot about the fact that potassium levels are trending down and a lot of acres are sitting below that critical level. So then I think that comes into the question of what does it take for us to raise these soil test levels up to that critical range? So if we break it down, it takes seven pounds of K2O to raise soil levels by one part per million. If we take that into a little more layman's type terms, uh, that makes a little more sense to us across um, the area. It takes 11.7 pounds of potash to raise soil levels by one parts per million. So about a dollar and 76 cents per acre to raise one part per million potassium across these acres. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great information. I know last week's show we we gave a phosphor snare to that. Uh, Allie, a great uh, example on potassium. And, you know, we talked a lot about, um, you know, 70% of those acres across Minnesota we tested were below that critical level. You know, Allie, as I, I look at a lot of soil tests year after year, and it's not uncommon to see some potassium levels below that 100 part per million level. Um, in some cases, you know, down to the 60s, 70s, 80s. Um, just to put in perspective, we talked a lot about last week that, hey, once you got that level of 150, um, or those critical levels of P and K, we want to maintain it there. So in, I'm just going to run through a scenario here. Let's just say we looked at a soil test that was 80 part per million potassium, and we talked about 150 being the critical level. So in that scenario, we'd want to increase 70 part per million to get there. Um, if we look at 11.7 pounds of potash to raise at one part per million, it's going to take 819 pounds per acre if we were going to try to do that all in one shot to get to 150. I don't advise ever doing that. In most cases, I probably don't want to be applying much more than you know 400 pounds of potash in a single shot. But again, that's going to cost $122 an acre. So if you do look at those soil tests that are getting really low, just perspective of how far behind you are. And I think if you start looking at the yield impacts, you look at the costs if you fall behind. Uh, I just want to go through that scenario. So if you are at that optimum level, you know, in most cases, it's going to take... 125 to 150 pounds an acre to do crop removal maintain year over year uh, if you're there make sure we keep it there because once we fall behind on potassium or phosphorus and a lot of times you're behind on one you're behind on the other um, the yield impacts the cost the long-term effects of that um, it's just hard to overcome and it can take you know not years, but maybe five, 10 years to really uh, get that back to where it needs to be. So that was kind of my soapbox story of the episode, Allie, is uh, if you're there, make sure you keep it there. Well, maybe it may be a soapbox there, but I will say those numbers are impactful and it just comes back to why do we hone on on those two different approaches to management between you know a nutrient sufficiency approach or that build maintenance approach. And the most important, important factor being don't let that slip once you're at those critical levels, Josh. Absolutely. Uh, one, Allie, one other, I get this question every once in a while as I'm, I'm kind of making my travels and talking with growers, and it's around the percent K base saturation. Um, you know, there's been a lot of chatter about that in recent times, and, um, and and I sometimes get that question, is that something I should be chasing on my soil test when it comes to, to potassium? Should I not be? Um, my initial take, Allie, if you look at this, and again, most they're going to say, hey, we want to be between 4 and 8% K base saturation is the sweet spot. <clears throat> In my opinion, Allie, I don't think that's ever going to be worth that investment. If you start doing the math on this and you look at how much potash it takes to apply to really change that percent K in the base saturation, 
In some cases, you might go out and you could apply a thousand pounds per acre. You're going to get an unbelievable response to your part per million K, but you might only lift that base saturation from 1.8 to 2.3, and you're still not there, and you've spent a whole bunch of money, and you're really not going to get a yield increase. And in, in my opinion, just really stick to the part per million. If you can get to that 150 and maintain it, you're going to maintain yield and really chasing this base saturation thing uh, for the time being, I just don't really think it's going to be achievable or really ever give you a return on investment, um, even the short or long term. Yeah, really, it just comes back to it's not economically attainable, attainable. And you talk about it has very little effect on your percent base saturation when you're throwing out that many pounds. And yes, maybe that does raise your part per million up significantly. Mm -hmm. But do we need those critical levels to be sitting at 250 parts per million? No, that's where we come back to that economic piece. There's not a lot to be gained by being up to those levels. And the other part of that, just to throw it in, there are soils in some parts of the Midwest that it's easier to achieve that. Just, you know, soil types are different. Um, But there are just a lot of things to look at from that standpoint. Overall, Josh, I think as we wrap up here today, one last question for you. Does balanced crop nutrition pay? It does. Year in, year out, um, when we soil test our replicated PK plots, I can almost pick out the top 25% just by their PK and pH level. Usually the ones that are optimum are about 18 bushel better per acre. You've been listening to Today in Agronomy on KFILAM 1060. If you've missed part of the show or want to hear more, check out the show page at kfilradio.com or with the 103.1 KFIL app. Stay connected with Allie and Josh on Twitter. It's at Allie G-Wise, W-I-S-E, and at Josh Schaffner. Submit your questions for the show. Tune in next Wednesday for the next Today in Agronomy on KFILAM 1060. We'll see you at 11 a.m.